Before we begin, Chris and I would just like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We are incredibly grateful to be recording this on Indigenous land. Always was, always will be. I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> Don't get stuck in this loop again. No, I feel, I feel great. Here we are. Has it started? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yes. Hello, hello, hello. Season two. Dos. Dos. Dos equis. <laughs> uh, triple X. Rated. Feeling good. Um. Hello. Hey. Welcome wow. back. Here we are. We promised a hiatus and we actually delivered. We are back. We We didn't give up. (laughs) We didn't. And that's on Soarin'. Of course I'm the first one That sounded good. (laughs) That sounded really good, actually. Why are you yelling? (laughs) I don't know. Oh. And um, I tell you what, we didn't know we were going to finish last time. We were like, episode 10, that feels good. So, it's nice. Oh, my vision just went so weird. Am I going to get a migraine during this recording? No. Or did I just close my eyes too hard while I was laughing? I think it's that. I hope so. Clinical diagnosis. Clinical repression. <laughs> Depression. <laughs> Clinical, that is. <laughs> <laughs> what did we get in a cycle of the other night? <laughs> wigs. wigs. <laughs> We're well. <laughs> Will you wear wigs? Wear wigs well. <laughs> We're so stupid. Yes. Um, but in the best way possible. I think it's a good brand. And we normally wait later to do this, but because it is the first episode back, we should probably do it now. Hello, welcome to Millennial Crises. Hell yes. Let's see if I can remember the spiel. The Steven Spielberg. The Spielberg. Um, we are Millennial Crises. We're uh, your Dolly Doctors, your Polly Pockets. Your agony. <laughs> your agony arts. Agony, agony, agony. We are your therapy surrogates. Tamagotchis. <laughs> Digimons. Razor scooters. Put us in your pocket. And turn us on, baby. <laughs> and vroom, vroom. feed us three times a day and we'll get real mad at you. Please. Change. <laughs> and we will die. The toilet paper. We will die. We will. Um, you write in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we help you through your crises. We do. Um, and then we diagnose you in a hilarious, fun-filled, healthy, vivacious segment way. at the end of every episode. Or Nisha. This is season two. It is. Season duh. We had a production meeting about it. It feels We real. did. We have a schedule. We do. We had a professional photography shoot for yes, six by hours. by an amateur photographer. And God, he nailed it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hopefully, you know, you're listening to this, which means that our new key art yes. has been released. Um Really, if you're listening to this, you're really um, experiencing a test of my skills because A, I'm Mm -hmm. editing the episode and I'm going to be graphic designing. (laughs) Let's see. It's Um, fun. It could be clip art. I like the beat. Mm. (laughs) Me talking about the font. Oh. Yeah. I hope it's good. Yeah. Times New Roman. Sorry, I got distracted by scratching my eye. Um, 
And that's just the kind of yeah. realness that you can expect. <laughs> you were on us. the ground level. Um, also, I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Ari. And we're millennial. Fuck. <laughs> that was a bit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit much. Mm. <laughs> Bitcoin. Never got um, <laughs> in, in with that one on the ground level. I don't understand it. Neither. I really don't understand it. It reminds me of like sort of like Club Penguin and it feels like the money you used what? in Club Penguin. Are you? No, you can't be that much younger than What's I am. Club Penguin? Club Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a tiny penguin in a club and you all <laughs> talk to each other via the internet. It's Club Penguin. I don't know how to do your tiny little penguins <laughs> in igloos. And you... I believe you. I'm really struggling with how many times we have both said penguin. Now. Penguin. Penguin. Do you actually not know about Club Penguin? No. That's fucked up, Chris. It's wild. Yeah, fair. It sounds relatively familiar. It was familiar. very dangerous. It oh. was almost like a breeding ground it was of a people. Slippery and like people would be like, you're my boyfriend now. And you didn't know if it was a 50 year old man. Oh. Yeah. You, and you weren't allowed cool. to swear and you got kicked out. <gasps> you were like, fuck you. Wait, that rings a bell. Yeah. You probably, there's memes everywhere <clears throat> as well of the club. It was penguin. never, I don't think it was ever a thing in my school though. Fair enough. For us. Yeah. I did really have a, like a full body flashback la- yesterday, last night, talking to a friend. Um, did you ever do Earn and Learn? No. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. In grade six, we did Earn and Learn. Stranger which is like, Danger? No, it's like a mini capitalism thing. Oh. Where it's like your class is a little financial community and you can have a business, you got to pay whatever. It's- like Monopoly, but in real time. Yeah. And I opened a cafe. Mm-hmm. And became the richest person in the class. <laughs> I believe it because every we would do it every Friday and every Thursday night. I would bake brownies, mm-hmm. and I would come in with brownies, the natural confectionery company <laughs> soft drink. Oh my god, genius! The only one that was allowed, mm-hmm. um, and maybe I don't know chocolate or something. And I would sell it, and I would sell a piece, uh, like a slice of brownie, for a hundred dollars. I was richer than the bank. <laughs> Wait, did you have money written down on paper? We had like bits of paper. I don't even remember if we could spend them on, on anything. Jesus. But I was richer than the bank. Yes. I had another business start up and try to, like, take me out. Mm-hmm. Even, like, steal from me mm-hmm. <laughs> the milk bar. <gasps> and they did not succeed. Oh, my God. Because they didn't have the brownies. Maybe you should open a cafe. You think I haven't considered it? I would love to. Yeah. It's my dad's Me and Mark have spoken well. about it. Me, Mark, and Joe have spoken about it. That'd we could do it. That'd be cute. Yeah. Also, it would just be, it would be a rewarding, you know? Not this fucking theatre, film, TV bullshit. Yeah, yuck. Which is nothing. Doesn't make me feel good at all. No. Sad. And no one likes it. No one likes No one us. likes anything I do. Hey. But anyway, that was my primary school. Uh, I really took over the game. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Proud of you. I brought in partners. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I think it was an early moment where I was like, maybe. This capitalism thing isn't real. I'll tell you what. <laughs> because what? <laughs> for something for free. You would have thrived in Club Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been head honcho. I don't know Emperor if I would have because I couldn't have given them brownies. I don't know. The promise of brownies would have been enough. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Anyway. Good. <laughs> I feel like that's a good opening. Season, season two. two. God, I mean, I was just, I started a spreadsheet so that we could keep track of which crises we each gave for Huge episode. sigh from producer Huge though. sigh. She Loved is not amused. She was like, oh, spreadsheet, shut up. Oh, More like <laughs> clothes sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Close your gob <laughs> is what she said with that sigh. Some horrible work. Oh, I get that. Sometimes that happens to me when I go to sleep and I think I'm having a mini heart attack. And I'm like, deep breath. I can't get it. Come on, Ari. And then I'm like... Then I go to sleep. It's called panic attacks. <laughs> that was really dark. Is it? I think it was pretty light for. <laughs> okay, listeners, this is an audio medium, so I just want you to know Ari is now crying. She's weeping. She's sobbing. Wow, heaving, <laughs> breathing, sobs, fire, flames on the side of my face. face. Deep breaths, though, so. Working. I was listening to season one just before, and God, I was a cacklin'. Cacklin'. <laughs> That's a cacklin'. That's a cacklin'. Are we funny? Maybe. I don't know. We probably shouldn't start a new season by really patting ourselves on the back. We're definitely but... funny to each other and the four yeah. people who listen. Yeah. Hey, Charlie, Edie, Howie, and Jacob, Jacob. and Megan Clem. <gasps> yes. Hey, you guys. Hey, guys. Hey, all our listeners. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Let's just start a chat room Honestly. instead of a podcast. <laughs> Honestly. Um, oh, and Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I don't really know Daniel, but hey. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a message about that. Um... <laughs> Me too, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, maybe. Are you flirting with me? I don't know. Kind of. Oh, my God. Barking up the wrong tree. Roof! Because I'm already in love with you. Sexually. Do you wear wigs? <laughs> well. Let's start things off. Okay. Ari. Yes. Are you in crisis? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mini. Go on. A little mini crises to start the season mini. off. A mini crises. Mini croissant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too crazy. It's not too crazy. I almost did a spit take on the microphone. <laughs> Fantastic. So, I think everyone listening, of the seven people that we just mentioned, oh, is well aware that I've recently gotten a haircut. It's on the gram. It's been happening. And my crisis is that I have absolutely no ability to style it. I got it. It looked incredible out less salon. And then I literally now wake up and hope and pray my bangs are just doing the correct thing. At one point, I, like, tried to brush them and they just did, like, this devil horn moment. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so maybe I have straight hair now and I've, like, lost my curly girl hair moment. I tried to, like, tease it out and be like, give it some shape. Anyway, my crisis is that I have a fringe. I have a fringe now and I don't know how to work it. I don't know how it works, hmm. but I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm actually feeling really good about it. It's just like I haven't found the groove of it yet. And I think maybe this is a request for people to 
Come call in. <laughs> like, what's the word? Type we in. should set up a right phone in. line. God, that would be good. Write in and give yeah. me your bang tips. Sometimes the curly works. <laughs> Not those kinds. No, just the tips. Sex joke. Yeah. It's not a huge crisis, but I mm. really, I mean, it's up out of my face now and I, you can't mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, do I need to I go? I mean, neither can they. <laughs> no, but they know. And then like, do I go bigger and get like more layers and just ignore the hairdressers like, please to not do that because it'll make my hair thin. It's really a whirlwind. I'm going to give you a real, a real hard nugget, a real tough nut. I haven't asked for it, but okay. I mean, you came on the pod. Yeah. It's my pod now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're the guest. I'm the guest every week. <laughs> Recurring season guest. You're like, please just put me in the main cast. I'm I here mean, every week. My name's in the title. Millennial Chris's. <laughs> God. <laughs> Budum Tush. You gotta work it out. You gotta do the hard yards. Of I research. I actually feel sick that you just said that to me. You think that I don't know that I need to work it out? You think that I'm not aware that I need to work it out? Yes, I was trying to make it so that we would start the episode with a fight. I will work it out. I will wear wigs till I work it out. <laughs> but don't come on here with your naturally curly hair. It just falls effortlessly down your back and tell me that I've made a change. I've made a choice. I have a fringe now, for fuck's sake. I'm making an effort. I love that you're only elevating this one notch so that it's a joke because it's mostly real. Yeah, this is a joke. (laughs) We're laughing and having fun. On a completely separate note, I have to take a phone call. It's me. I'm calling Get you. Get off my back about my fringe. Please. It's new. Choking. I'm, I'm laughing to keep from crying. Anyway, yeah. Imagine good. if I just genuinely came for you and was like. Harry, you got to work this out. It doesn't look good to begin with, so can you please try and make it work? Oh, no, I'm sweating too much already. We're early in the episode. How embarrassing. <laughs> Listeners, just so you know, we really just died a death. We died. La petite mort. <laughs> One of my favorite French <laughs> sayings. <laughs> I'm not doing a bit. <laughs> it was real effortless French as well. Oh, that's what they call an orgasm. Yes. <laughs> the yes. little death. It's beautiful. Never had one, it's but deadly. I assume it's fun. <laughs> oh, that just makes me think. <laughs> oh. Desperate Housewives. Did you ever watch Desperate Housewives? No. So there was a whole episode after Brie, the redhead. Mm-hmm. Um, Marsha. Yes, Marsha Cross. Great. Um, after her husband, whatever, um, she then had a new husband and the first time she has sex with him, she's like, oh, something's wrong and goes to the, to the doctor and the doctor's like, you had an orgasm. Oh, that's so and sad. And she's like, no, no, an orgasm is, you know, the warm, happy feeling you get when it's all over. And he's like, 
no what you had was an orgasm and it's this like hilarious hijinksy episode and then at the end you just cut to her and she's crying oh because it's like i never had an orgasm with him oh god but now you awesome kyle <laughs> mclaughlin yes have given me an orgasm very separate to his um sex in the city character yeah and twin peaks does awesome end up killing someone spoilers um, I think yes. Or was it because his ex-wife comes back and like drugs him in order to have a baby with him? Oh my god, I've got to rewatch this. Did we right? start a Desperate Housewives rewatch <laughs> pod? <laughs> a separate? I've never seen it, so it'd be really fresh for me. And then okay, when the la- when the season finale was playing, I would I'd been on like one date with a boy, and he texted me being like, "Hey, I really like you, and I want to like." see you again cute I was I think 16 at the time mm-hmm. and I replied sorry the Desperate Housewives finale so I'll text you after and then I never replied <gasps> I would give you a vigorous applause if I knew <laughs> if I didn't know that I had to, would have to edit it out later I got yeah. the sentence that eventually <laughs> congrats oh come out earlier though you know <laughs> no 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 you're it's, bisexual it's all the timeline <laughs> it's all Sense a timeline. Anyway, Chris Girl, you in crisis? Um, <clears throat> yes. Okay. Half of my crisis is, oh God, have we already used this? Okay. Um, I'll remind you. Memory like a sieve. That's why I started making the spreadsheet, but mm-hmm. ran out of time because I did it at the last minute. Never mm-hmm. done that before. <laughs> I am in crisis. Okay. Because this is season two. It is. Which implies a season <laughs> one. <laughs> a season one that people listen to, allegedly. Mm-hmm. A season one in which every episode we said, if you're attracted to us, reach out and let's fuck. Mm-hmm. And no one reached out. Yeah, that didn't feel great. No one reached out. I'm in crisis because all our friends think I am unfuckable. Let's go through it. <laughs> My brother was never going to reach out to me. He reached out to me to say, ha ha. Oh, that's disgusting, actually. Yeah. That's, Just like he is. That's vile. He's dead to me now. He's dead to me season two. <laughs> Not and then good. the rest of them, I think it would just be a little awkward. We're so close. I keep getting people who I do not know. Just the other night, an attractive man, maybe I shouldn't say this, came up to me and said, Chris, and I said, who are you? <laughs> hey. he said, I listened to the podcast. Hooray that the audio quality got better. And I was like, wow. Thank you. Mm. I was like, well, why didn't he reach out? I guess I'm hideous. Yeah. I guess... I don't know. I didn't have a sentence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just started the sentence, but I didn't have a sentence. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's my crisis. No one reached out and said, hey, wanna fook? Yeah, that feels pretty... You've just made it my crisis now, too. And that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Hadn't thought about it, but uh <laughs> This was meant to be a fun light one. It is, it's light, season, it's healthy, it's great. But now it's feeling less fun and light. <laughs> <laughs> but also I don't know if I would want to have sex with the listener now that I think about it. That might be awkward. Real crossover. Because also as we're getting to the end, would he be like thirty seconds on the clock oh, and now diagnose? And also have to be aware that you talk about it on Lepod. On Lepod. So, yeah. 
But I mean, who knows what secrets we're keeping? I know. Who knows what secrets we're not talking about on the pod? True. Mm. It isn't a reveal pod. What's a secret you haven't shared on the pod? Gosh. I'm really trying to think. I'm very open, honestly. Much to my detriment, I think. Uh, I actually can't think. Yeah, me neither. I will try and we'll just drop it in at some point. Yeah. I'll edit it in later. Okay. Right here. Whoa! (laughs) Huge secret! (laughs) I was not expecting that one. We both really yes-ended that. (laughs) (laughs) And revealed so much. I actually think it's the re-watching Twilight of it all. I think it's really allowed us to lean into the melodrama. Yeah. Well, you're rewatching. I'm watching. True. Because I'd only ever seen the first one. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen any of the sequels. But now one of my other favorite podcasts, apart from this one, of course, mm, of course Millennial of course, Christmas, of course. Um, is doing like commentaries on them. And one of them had the director of the movie, the second one. It was really good. New Moons? All right. New Moons? Eclipse was really kind of boring. Unrated. Eclipse was bad. Yeah. Eclipse was the first one that I was like, this is badly directed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've gotten in fights about this before. Physical altercations. No. With people saying the first one is badly directed. And I'm like, put some respect on Catherine Hardwick's name, bitch. You can't say she didn't have a vision, as you said to me. Exactly. She committed. Mm-hmm. She went balls to the wall. She really did. Yep. She was a cat who went fully against the wall. Oh. <laughs> Are you at peace with your crisis? Oh. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. Uh, look, I will... It's It feels ongoing, you know? Mm. I'm at peace with it being a crisis, but I know that I have to work on it. Mm. Because it's achievable. Jokes aside, I absolutely think you're going to get there. I know. With a hair straightener... Not a hair straightener. With a hair dryer and a brush. Mm. And just adding that little bit of volume. Mm. Also, with the amount of hair TikTok out there. I know. I bet you can get there. I reckon. I can help you. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, great. <laughs> I have French for years. Okay. Fantastic. Let's do it. Are you at peace with yours? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fuck a listener. Fair. <laughs> I don't Fantastic. Wanna, like, I guess I want to fuck. Mm-hmm. It would be weird if it was just a stranger who reached out and was like, hey, listen to the pod. Mm-hmm. Let's, I want to put my dick in ya. Mm-hmm. Um, although... It's kind of a move. It is. Particularly if it's someone that I don't know. That's hot. If it was Daniel, I'd be pretty weirded out. I could see it. My can't. <laughs> I guess I don't really know him. <laughs> Are you enjoying this bit, Daniel? This is going to become a running bit. If it was Jacob, I'd do it. Yeah, I know you would. Heartbeat. Heartbeat? <laughs> yeah. I'd want him to beat me up hard. Katrina, Stop listening. Oh, another listener. Yes. <laughs> Your mum. Mama. My family don't listen. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. Should we jump into the crisis crisis of it all? Let's. Feels good. We've been recording for what feels like six hours, so let's yep. jump in. I've really sweat through this shirt. That's a joke. I haven't. No, he looks It would really be pretty good. gross if I had. It would be worrying. I would see a doctor. Um... All right. I just found out that my boyfriend has been talking to his ex about our relationship problems. (gasps) 
we had a fight recently and I found out later that he's been going to his ex and asking for advice and talking out stuff with her. What should I do? I feel very confused. Mm. I guess it really depends on like the relationship with the ex, you know? I mean, like if it's super toxic and was there any specifications of genders or anything? He's been talking to his ex. Yeah. Is she female? Uh, yes. Okay. So uh, they're both... It, it's a... Uh, a uh, relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if she... Is coming in hot and being, like, that, that ex that... Is like, hey, oh... <laughs> As exes do, I guess it's tough. But also, you, you we need to normalize like people allowed like being allowed to talk to their exes, but then talking about the specifics of the new relationship feels very murky. Because mm. it feels like, of course, you should be allowed to talk to your ex if that relationship is healthy and you, it's all good. But talking about the ins and outs of the new relationship with an ex. I would be uncomfortable. I'm going to say it. This is tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's multifaceted. Mm. It's wigs on wigs on wigs. There's more than one facet. Yeah. There's one... What's her name? Damn it. (laughs) Farrah Fawcett. Damn it. (laughs) Would have been good. It would have got me. Uh, It really would have got me. Um, Yeah. Sometimes we really shoot ourselves in the foot with the setup of this podcast in that we don't get enough details from mm, the listeners about yeah. the crises. This is we... not a read against this listener or any other. <laughs> Send as much detail as you want. Mm-hmm. But just like, uh, what is the relationship like yeah. with the ex? Is yeah. it like, there is, is no hope re- of anything else happening yeah. there? Yeah. That is a closed door. Or is it an open door? Yeah. Is it a jar? Yeah. Has she stuck her foot in the door being like, oh, I'm just propping mm. it open. I mean, doors that are ajar tend to swing. They do. They tend to swing open. Like saloon doors. <laughs> yeah. In the Wild West. Clink. Honestly, Clink. dating is like the They're Wild the West, though. So that is a good analogy. Go on. Um, tumbleweeds. <laughs> constantly. Tumbleweeds constantly. <laughs> Guns. <laughs> Holsters. <laughs> tiny hats. <laughs> little badges <laughs> that you spit and shine. Uh- uh, beer from jugs <laughs> and yes. not glasses. Yes. Uh, Beans. Talking across a bar stool. Uh-huh. Uh, geckos <laughs> in the desert. Did you ever play um, Gex, Deep Cover Gecko? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> On Nintendo 64. Okay. That's great. The second one. Yeah. Let's assume. Let's start. Mm, when you assume, you make an ass. Yes. Good. So, <laughs> let's assume, in this scenario, mm-hmm. the relationship with the ex is fully closed. Yes. And she is just a friend. Yes. Let's assume that. Let's. So, don't... I wouldn't worry then about the uh, starting up a relationship again of it all. But I do still, even though the door is closed... I would feel weird about someone who has been intimate with my partner now knowing the intimacies of my current Mm. relationship. Mm -hmm. It does feel a bit like, "Mm." but that is something that the two of you then need to talk out. Yeah. 
I'm going to paint the most generous picture possible. I think that's where we start, and then we go full neg. <laughs> the most generous picture possible, in my mind, is like, that is a closed-door relationship. There is nothing further to be had there. Mm-hmm. And both of them know it and are clear about that. Mm-hmm. He is now having issues, is what it sounds like, not Dead. projecting, um, in this current relationship. And so he's going to, like, he is learning from his past relationships, the failed relationships, mm. and therefore doing the work to educate himself on his own self and his self in a relationship. Yeah. And therefore, that should be able to help your current relationship. That is a super generous picture. That's the most generous picture. And one that I love, because I love yeah. love. And we just... I would really hope that mm. that's the case. Mm-hmm. Even if that's the case, though... That needs to be communicated. Exactly. And you need to talk about it and be like, so what's going on here? What Mm. are you getting from this relationship that you're not getting? Mm. Or this friendship, whatever, that you're not getting with me? Yeah. Um, And communicate how comfortable or uncomfortable you are with it and how... Get him to talk about, like, how how he can make you more comfortable. Yeah. I also oh, think I got there eventually. I think in the context, uh, not knowing a lot of the context, so this might be completely wrong for the situation. But I think it is also a conversation that needs to be made separate to the issues you are currently having. You yeah. can't be like issues, issues, issues. By the way, you've been talking to your ex. I wouldn't conglomerate mm. all of it. I'd mm. be like LLC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this TM. <laughs> uh, this is a separate thing that we are going mm. through. And also, by the way, you're talking to her. What's up with that? What's up with that? Just by by the way. Mm. Unless, of course, your issues are in, like, his communication. And then it's like, you're communicating not with me, but with her. Yeah. But now we're just, we're just spitballing ideas. I mean, what else can we do? Honestly. <laughs> the most negative interpretation is that, Ooh. you know, it's not great. But again, <laughs> like, I mean, you just, like, it's all, it feels so, like, ugh. You don't I don't want to, like, put ideas exactly, into her head. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I don't want to, like, feed into her worst impulses. Yeah. And, like, vocalize the darkest parts that she is probably going to. Yes. But, but... <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I mean, I feel like every single listener crisis just ends with me being like, communication. I mean, it is the basic, yeah, thing. Yeah. But I think maybe if you're not communicating because it feels like you'll uncover something that you don't want to know, and you're like, you know, that whole jazz, where it's like, if I ask and I get the answer that I'm not looking for, it's double-edged sword sometimes. You're like, Mm. oh, he said that it was completely fine and they're just friends, but I don't believe him. And then if he tells me that they're not just friends and yet maybe it's going a different way, that's going to crush me as well. Mm. Sometimes you dig yourself into a little emotional hole and, like, neither answer will suffice in making you feel better. Yeah. Or it's just to go, like, big brain for a hot sec. Love it. Mega mind. Don't fall prey to expecting life to be a sitcom. Totally. Because it has actually been, I'm fairly certain, I might be t- talking out of my ass here, but it has I think been researched. You have mentioned that, like, this once else on the pod, or maybe we've had a maybe conversation I was about listening it. To something about, I don't know. Um, like sitcoms are designed that like nothing changes. Mm. So like 
that's why you have like moonlighting with the will they or won't they where like you it took them seasons and seasons to get to a relationship Mm. that's why new girl was so refreshing when season two spoilers they like actually get together for a bit yeah um brooklyn 99 they get together and they've stayed together yeah wild yeah but like the basis of a sitcom is that everything at the end of the episode is as it was at the beginning Mm. like you can't actually completely change a character you can't actually hold on to the things that they have learned they have to go back to the beginning so it's like people stay in relationships longer than they should Mm. or like don't stay in relationships as long as they should because they expect life to be a sitcom yeah in that like will they or won't they like, oh God, these cliche things are I didn't what we get should a huge really believe. romantic gesture. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, unlearn the shit that years of sitcom, of rom com, whatever, have taught us about relationships and actually do and think what is best for you. Honestly. And what will help you in a situation. If he rocks up with a bunch of freaking cue cards outside your house on Christmas, even though you're married to his friend, that's toxic, girl. That's not romance. Also, Chiwetela Giafer is inside, and he's much hotter. And yes, he's rude about the carolers. Give him a quid and tell him to fuck off. Fun fact, for so long, watching that movie, I was like, who's Carol Singers? Mm-hmm. Who's it's Carol she? Singers! <laughs> who's that girl? I don't know, but I love her. Mrs. Singers, mm-hmm. if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. He's just being rude to a neighbor. Tell Carol to fuck off. Give her a quid. Genuinely. It was like the third time I saw the movie that I was like, Carol singers. Singers who carol. (laughs) Singers who sing songs dressed as Kate Blanchett. Mm -hmm. Carol. Lesbians. Relationships. Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. Like... Maybe your boyfriend can be friends with his ex. Yeah. It's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Maybe there's no such thing as a deal breaker. Maybe there's no such thing as a relationship. Maybe there's no such thing as you. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the, the sitcom of it all and like it's always like the talking to other people and making up all of these scenarios in your own head and... Just, just talk to him, babe. Yeah. Just l- sit him down and be like, okay, we're having our own issues and that's a thing that's happening. It makes me super uncomfortable that you're going to talk to your ex about it even though mm. she's your friend. But also think about why it makes you uncomfortable. Exactly. Is it just that, like... It's about your relationship specifically and that's... Ugh. Yeah. Or is it the fact that he's talking to her at all? Yeah. And Why? Because also he should be able to talk to other people about your relationship. Mm. The ex-girlfriend of it all is mm. a mitigating factor. I've, fa- I've come up with my secret that I haven't told <gasps> on the pod before. I have a really toxic trait where I, I... Like, this really resonates with me. Like, if it were my boyfriend, I would go and be like, look, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable and... I imagine the response would be something like, but we're just friends, don't you trust me? And my toxic trait is that, like, I know that if I was talking to my ex, I would do nothing because I trust me, but I don't trust anybody else. Like, in in relationship settings. I think that's, like, come from the the cheating of it all. But it's Mm. like, if I was talking to my ex, I know that I wouldn't cheat because I trust me. But, like, 
trusting someone else to do the same and offering them the same courtesy is difficult for me to wrap my head around because I just believe that someone's going to fuck me over. Which is sad. (laughs) So sad. I don't think it is. Thank you. (laughs) Good. I'm going to dig deeper. (laughs) Trust no one. John Wick Chapter 3. Parabellum. Yes. Um. Got a secret. Can you keep it? (laughs) <laughs> Pretty Little Lies, that's for you, Charles. <laughs> and that was to Charles Wu. Um, no, but, you know, hopefully that was just that one relationship. Yeah, but like... And that the next one will be the right one. Mm. And you will be able to trust him. So honestly, girl, or don't her. trust him. <laughs> Confront him. <laughs> be the best version of yourself. Go to his house. Middle of no, the night. No, that's the end segment. <laughs> Sorry. Ari. Oh, God, yeah, we're going to have to do that for this. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and you have to go first. on a cracker. (laughs) Fuck me, listeners. (laughs) No. (laughs) Full circle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, full disclosure, like, I also, I have a single ex, Mm. and that's like a Bailey ex. Mm. So I, and have had not been in other relationships and like in that semi relationship, he wasn't talking to his exes about me. So I haven't been in the same position exactly, Mm. but I would be uncomfortable probably I would think. Yeah. But I would also have the rational part of my brain rational in quotes. I'm not calling you irrational. I am. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like, no, but this is, like, the enlightened way of being. Like, totally. the XYZ is how you should be in a relationship. Yeah. Why am I... How do I marry that with what I'm actually feeling? Yeah. Which is also tough. Yeah. But just... It's I almost just like you feel can... how you feel. Like, acknowledge how you feel, but then don't use acknowledgement as an end point. Yeah. And I also feel like you can allow that little irrational part of your brain a moment in the sun. Just don't let her live there don't let us don't let it get burnt because you'll get burnt exactly you'll get burnt like sit there and be like oh yuck i hate this and then be like and now i will be an adult and i will talk to him well i will assess whether like why i'm feeling the way that i'm feeling and have the chat Mm. have the chat life is not a rom-com have the chat that's what our merch is gonna say oh i like it i'd buy that actually make a note do you have any thoughts and or feelings yeah. as the only person currently in a relationship? Well, I was thinking about like my current happy, stable relationship. I'll just yell. I'll get closer. It's right. You can leave it there. Um, I was thinking about my current happy, stable relationship. And I was like, if Georgia was talking to someone who she... Oh, wait. Everyone knows I hate Georgia. I don't know why. Yeah, it's like, no oh, secret. It's just like, oh, I didn't tell <laughs> her she was going to be. Yeah. I'll leave it out. Yeah, sure. I'll add my name in. Oh my God. <laughs> if Chris. <laughs> yeah, if she was talking to like someone who she dated before about our relationship problems, I'd be like, sure, talk to who you want him. I trust you. But like, you can just talk to me about it. Mm. Like if you feel like you have a problem that you want to talk through, I would prefer that we talked about it. Then you outsource to your ex. However, if when I was with my ex, 
if she was talking to her ex about my relation, like our relationship problems, I would be ecstatic because I was like, well, at least I play a role. Mm. You know? Mm. I get that. But that was a bad relationship. So. Mm. It was, one might call it a bad romance. I was going to go with Toxic. <laughs> By Britney Spears. A song. <laughs> it was songs. References, references, references. references. Anyway, that's my hot take. That's what I think. Yeah. Like, why right. Just, just, yeah, now I'd be like, why aren't you coming to me? Well, because it's the outsourcing of it all in general. The X is an yeah. added factor, but it's like, mm. if we're having problems, I get that you want to talk to other people, but ultimately your first port of call should be between the two of us. And if it's one of those things where it's like, this isn't being fixed between us, mm. then I also think there's a level of communication to be like, hey, I'm going to talk to people about this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I've done that before, being like, you, you know, like, are you comfortable if I discussed that with other people? Mm. And the answer is always yes, because ultimately my life is my life and I get to choose what I do and who I speak to. Mm. Um, but also there's a level of courtesy there being like, this is what I'm going to, like, I'm going to do this. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Life really is just one giant conversation, just isn't it? Just talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Life oh is God. a mystery. Yeah. Everyone must stand alone. But also not at all. No, exactly. I hate that song. That's what I've got to say. Madonna lied. Sitcoms lied. Madonna lied. Yes. Life is not a mystery. No. And Ross and Rachel were not meant to be together. Yeah. Huge call. <laughs> no, I don't care. Huge. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Ted and Robin weren't meant to be together. Absolutely. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Jesus what a horrible Christ. ending. Justice for Kristen Melody. Yeah. Love her. Yeah. Self-care is closing the laptop at their wedding. Turning the TV off at the Ted and Kristen Melody wedding. Self-care is not watching How I Met Your Mother anymore. Absolutely. We as a society have evolved past a need for How I Met Your Mother. Yes. But Hilary Duff in the remake spin-off How I Met Your Father... I don't know how I feel about that. I am just so obsessed with the sliding doors of it all, with the How I Met Your Dad pilot that got made 10 years ago with Greta Gerwig. You're kidding. I am not kidding. Meg Ryan was the voiceover. (gasps) Greta Gerwig was the woman. And Greta Gerwig is going to be involved in the writing of it as well, slightly. But it went really poorly. The pilot did not test well. Like, the studio hated it, and so it didn't get picked up. Greta Gerwig then goes on... To be famous. Well, she was already well-known. Frances Ha. I think that had come out by that point. Mm -hmm. But then everything post that, like Lady Bird, Little Women. Mm -hmm. We would not have the incredible directing career of Greta Gerwig that I literally literally wrote a thesis on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm gay. Um, What? So I love the sliding doors of that. Mm. I don't need this Hilary Duff of it all. Mm. Sorry, Rebecca. She doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not on the list. It's really been a part of shout outs. Our listenership two. is actually an exclusive VIP list. It truly is. Yeah. Cover um, charge of five thousand dollars. Yeah. Liv is the door bitch. Cool. I've always yeah. wanted to be one of those. Mm. Mm. <laughs> good. That feels pretty good. Do you have any like closing statements? Talk it out. Yeah. Um. Really think about which part of it is the part that is making you uncomfortable. Mm. Is it the talking to other people? Is it the issue at hand? Mm. 
Is it the X of it all? Is it the general concept of talking to an X, or is it that X totally. in particular? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my wrap up. Also, don't watch How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Good call. Great call. Yeah. My wrap up Go is. On. Sometimes paranoia is based entirely in facts. Do not let him off the hook. <laughs> Do not give him the light of day, the chance to escape. Trust your gut. <laughs> oh my god. Just like I back you 100% <laughs> Thank you. because I'm going to say something. We have not been chaotic enough with our answers. To no, our answers. and I we take them too seriously. Listening back, I'm the one who takes it the most seriously. And when it <laughs> yeah. is like to me, this is obviously it's someone's life. You know, you're not just thrown into the balance. Yeah, but it's someone's but life, it's... and they're coming to us. Exactly, they're coming to a podcast. The ones that like you know that really strike a chord with me. I've found it hard to like make fun and flirty and cash, but but it's just something we're just gonna have to do through season two. That ebb and flow, mm-hmm. just around the river bend. Ebony and Ebony. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> Title of Eb. Ebony and Ebony. Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wear wigs? Well, I guess that brings us to our final segment. I'm scared. It's here everywhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I haven't vacuumed. <laughs> uh, we will do that. Also, cheeky little behind the scenes. Oh my god. Not only is this our first episode back, it is also a first in that it is going to be our first back-to-back record. Yes. We are recording episode two in an hour. Not even... In in an actual hour. In an hour and four minutes. Minutes, yeah. To save the world. But there's a little surprise. (gasps) So... Excited for you to mm, hear about that. A surprise that you'll probably read in the episode description of Ep- episode two, but not in this one. <laughs> one week, baby, but a one hour for us. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. This brings us to our last segment. Yes. At the end of every episode, we give each other 30 seconds on the clock to fully and comprehensively diagnose our listener. Mm-hmm. In this 30 second period... We'll tell them exactly what they need to do, exactly where to get the hell off. Yeah. And on. And this is completely scripted. (laughs) This is. We actually have a script for this. Yeah. I'm timing you first. Oh, shit. Because I crises. Shit, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Shit, fuck. I'm not ready. (laughs) This is a muscle that has atrophied. Okay. Or has it earned a trophy? We're about to find (laughs) out. Zing, zing. Chris, 30 seconds on the clock. Diagnosis time. Are you ready? Doesn't matter. It starts now. You realize that your boyfriend is not real. He is a figment of your imagination. A pigment of your imagination, if you will. He is a color. He is not a person. He's a light blue, but not like the kind you'd see in the ocean. More like the kind you see in the sky when a cloud is slightly in the way. So because of this, you realize that he is a concept and not a person. And so you say, I rebuke you, concept. (laughs) I don't need you, concept. I don't want you, concept. And then you go out and you fuck a woman. Zero. (laughs) That is sage advice. 
I will also say I accidentally, I was so intent on my thing because I accidentally put 30 minutes on the clock. So I was like, what is the math here? 10 seconds. If 40 plus 10 is 50, then he's been talking for 10 seconds. So now as I'm thinking this, he has 15 seconds left. It was really not a fine moment. Oh, you do it a lot. I just do a timer. No, that's what I was trying to do. But then I, I just alarmed it. I don't know. I put a 30 minute timer on. Enough to make a ragu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Ragus are hours of work. It is. Who knows? My heart is okay. beating a mile and a minute. My heart will go on. Ari. No. Your 30 seconds are on the clock. No. Your time starts new. You rock up to his house with a potted plant. You you enter the house. Inside the potted plant is a recording device. You put the plant in the lounge room and you leave it there. The next day you go, do you know what, babe? I think you should have her over, have a little dinner. You invite her over. You cook for them specifically. So you're in the kitchen. You're getting one side of the story. But then at any given moment, this little potted plant is picking up their entire conversation. You listen to it back. You make your choices, which either way it goes, you start a polyamorous relationship. Have a great time. I love seconds. you so much. <laughs> <sighs> we both really added twists. Yeah. <laughs> Just to analyze little post-game chat, we both got stuck in grooves and then veered away. I'm going to tell you what. I thought I was having less time. I was like, how am I allowed to talk for so long? That felt like a long 30 seconds for me. Really? Because I think I Mine had such a specific... Yeah. Moment mm. that I wanted to hit. And then mm. I hit it and then I was like, what what else is there? <laughs> Listen mm. to it. Find out. <laughs> I That was me with being like, he's not a person, he's a concept. Yeah. And you just said concept forty times. <laughs> yeah. Forty <laughs> times in thirty seconds, that's impressive. Well so I was like, okay, and that earns fifteen me minus a trophy. <laughs> fifteen minus twenty. And if it's twenty nine forty five, that means he's been talking for ten no. It was actually, I've got to say it, Ari, it was really distracting when you went up to the window and started writing on it. In I know. Marker. I'm so sorry. Movie style. I know. Um, I don't even have a beautiful mind. Hey. Uh, but you got a beautiful ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whitest click I have ever I'll seen. I'll tell you what, I can't click with my right hand, so it was just the one hand. <laughs> and then the other hand did the action, but didn't make I the noise. I thought so. <laughs> oh, no, there it goes. Oh, Click with your right hand. That's not bad. I'm sweating now. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. It'd be difficult. I wish you clip. Anyway, that feels good. I love a click. I'm um, happy to be back, I gotta say. Yeah. And we are much more organized this time. We have a schedule. Yeah. Because, I mean, we both have things coming up, but specifically mm-hmm. you. Although it's with both of us now. Yes. Um... So we know our schedules going forward and we know the schedule for this pod going forward. We have some sprinklings of treats, Little if you will. Little itty bitty. Titty committee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one in this room, but I'm sure that's a really valid committee. Thank you for looking at me just to check, though. I was literally like, <laughs> no, we're good. Good. Thanks so much for listening to uh, us have 
panic attacks yes. with a microphone in front of us, aka the podcast Millennial Crises. And we'll be back in a week for you and Hell an yeah. hour for us. So yep. really enjoy this next episode it's because I can't imagine how it's going to go. Christopher Nolan, timey wimey, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Doctor Who. Um, Opposite of Linklater. It's like we are going. Mm. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I have to change this part because it's no longer subscribing. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow. (gasps) This is news to me as well. On iTunes, subscribe on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and wherever we happen to be. Mm -hmm. Um, If you like what you hear, leave a little review. It'd be cute. Leave a little comment. Say five stars for these idiots. Make it the fun thing you do that day. Yeah. Do the bare minimum. Honestly. Come on. We need to make a career out of this Mm -hmm. because I was going to make a joke about acting not going well, but literally in the hiatus, we both shot ads. So. So many. Yeah. And as my mum and I always say at the end of our phone calls, be good, be safe, be careful, make good choices. And as my mum always says, Ari, I unfollowed you on Instagram because I got hacked on Afterpay. Be careful. (laughs) I saw that post. <laughs> I saw the post. It was for me, Katrina. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to this, Katrina. It was the fact that she took a screenshot and the volume thing, the volume bar had come Incredible. up. Incredible! As she took the screenshot, it was stunning. Incredible! I loved it. No notes, Katrina. You can listen again. Yes. Um, if you were taking these directions, though, it means that you did listen to the bit where I said something, and I really, I want to apologize. No. I'm sorry. She already thinks you hate her. I know. So. Which is wild. Fueling the fire. I have so little time for everyone and so much time for her. I know. Bye. Bye. (laughs) See you very soon. Not if I see you first. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's make a tea. Oh, that's fuck. No. No. 